there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, welcome to today's episode, which is uh, going to be all about pressure um, and how to reduce, hopefully, the feeling of pressure. And I don't think anybody is immune to pressure. Um, and certainly this week, um, over the last uh, three days, I've been running my new program, um, three consecutive days with the group of Brave seven brave business people, business leaders, and it's been brilliant. It's been intense, but it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, and we did discuss pressure, and I'm going to share maybe a little bit of what came up about pressure. Um, but also this week, um, you know, in terms of soccer, Man United lost the Europa League finals on a penalty shootout, dramatic penalty shootout, which 10 of the outfield players all scored really good penalties. I don't think I've ever seen that before. And then it went to the goalkeepers, and if you're a soccer fan, you know then that... Uh, David De Gea didn't really strike his that well, and the goalie saved it. And certainly, you know, in a final or something like that, that's probably a great example of extreme pressure. And but yet, despite that, pretty much all of the players, I mean, they scored really, really good penalties, um, really executed well. I, I've never seen it before like that. Um, and so somebody's going to miss somewhere. So it's kind of a case of who blinks first. And it's very difficult for the player then, of course, whoever does miss it. Um, and certainly my son Sam, judging by the tone and some of the things he said, <laughs> wasn't very forgiving of De Gea or indeed Ali Solskjaer for not uh, for some of the uh, some of the changes he didn't make until late in the game. Um, but <laughs> in my mind, I think once you understand the nature of pressure, um, it's easier to handle it. It doesn't have as much uh, of, a, of an effect on you. And certainly I'm somebody who has had my own journey with pressure. Um, I would have had crippling pressure at times, certainly in my mid-20s when I was depressed and at various times in my career. And, and you know, it, it can come in at any time for different reasons for people. So I am very curious about it because it definitely is an inner edge thing. But here's a statement I'm going to throw out that may confuse or may enlighten. Let's see. Um, it's For me, high performance lives in the zone of a calm, clear mind. So if you want to perform under pressure, it's usually related to well how can my how can my inner side be how can my mind be in the context of what others might think is a pressure situation and in that context it is funny because you know you can take two people um perhaps of equal ability equal experience maybe same age and put them in the same situation one of the people may thrive under pressure for example in a crisis of a pandemic or one of them may crumble so you got to think about it what's the difference is it the situation or is it the way the people are handling themselves inside? Now, to me, obviously, at this point, you'd understand I, I, I'm firmly in the camp of the latter. Actually, as an aside, I, was telling, it was a, I found a little joke online to do with pressure. It was like a picture of people interviewing a, a person. As you know, the great pressure situation. And then they, 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 one of the interviewers asked the interviewee, um, can you perform under pressure? And they paused and they said, no, but I can do a great version of Bohemian Rhapsody. So <laughs> that's for all the Queen fans. So uh, 
I, I suppose years ago when I worked in, in the corporate world, I worked with Pepsi Cola International. Um, I really enjoyed it. But I always remember, and it occurred to me this morning, actually, when I say it, it only really occurred to me this morning, because it, but remember it struck me at the time, that one of the guys in operations was a great guy, a bit of a genius with the tech side of things, coding and software. And at the time, it was the mid-90s, and they were kind of ahead of the game. And when he, one of the guys was on, he told me, he said, listen, he said, the greatest code he ever wrote was when he was on holidays, not thinking about code. And he said, it just came, I was sitting, um, lying on a, on a sun lounger by the pool, having a drink, and all of a sudden, I knew I was in the zone, and it just came in. And that, to me, is a classic example of what happens when you're not under pressure, when you have a calm, clear, relaxed mind. But I don't believe that you have to go on holidays for that to happen. So anyway, in that context, he, he pulled out his laptop and started to let it flow. And <clears throat> certainly flow and pressure perhaps are related because certainly you, you'd see a lot of uh, top-class sports people or even business people that they say, well, in a, in a pressure situation, I can certainly get into the flow which would be true, but I think there's a reason for that, which I'm going to come back to. So here's a question for you. Like, wh what do you think pressure is? And where do you think this feeling of pressure comes from? Is it coming from the situation or is it coming from somewhere else? And, and when I talk about two people, for example, in a pandemic, why is it that two people can be in the same situation with similar experience and capability, but one can crumble and one can thrive? Why is that? Surely the, the, the area we have to look at there, I think, is what's going on inside them and so what if what if the feeling of pressure was a hundred percent created from within ourselves um over the last three days as i said i was doing this program sustainable high performance and i'm really delighted with the with the outcomes of it and the changes have been certainly looks like transformative and we'll follow their progress over the coming weeks and months but one of the business executives um, we had a breakout and discussion around some of those questions that I could get, just gave to you. Um, and when I asked them, well, what percentage do you believe is created inside yourself? What percentage of pressure? Afterwards, this particular executive, a woman was saying, well, I, before I went in, I, I believed it was 80%, but talking it through with the others and just listening and reflecting myself, I've kind of come to the conclusion that I think it's 100% from within me. Um, which would be where, where I'm at with it. Um, and then she said, well, although there is one area that like deadlines can be very useful, I definitely perform better when there's a deadline or if there's a crisis. And so I had to stop her there and said, well, hang on. I said, what happens when you're in the deadline, you know, and you're just, you know, or you're in a crisis? What happens to your level of focus? And she said, oh, it goes up. I said, okay, so, so to me, that's the actual variable you want to track, not the situation. What happens is a crisis or a pressure for some people will make them apply their attention to a higher level, i.e. they're fully engaged. So that's the variable. So what would happen, what could happen if you could actually dial that level of attention or focus up with everything? Would that not remove the pressure? And would also not that engage you at your highest level of potential? And also what it does is, just to throw it in, it actually uh, increases the likelihood of you actually moving back into the flow. Because what a deadline does is it focuses you um, more than probably what you're doing in terms of drifting in and out of thought and not really fully applying yourself to the task at hand. That's why, for example, if you're going on holidays or a flight somewhere, remember when we could do that? <laughs> but when you're going on a flight, it is amazing how much you get done the previous day to two days. Why? Because you're fully focused. You don't get distracted. You have to prioritize. But what if you could bring that level of, of activity or performance or being or mode 
into your just your day in general. Think about how much time you'd save, the better results you'd get. Now, usually at this time, somebody, if I'm in a discussion, will throw out, because I would have um, commented about the, the famous stress curve. And obviously, I can't show you the stress curve here, but in terms of, um, it, it, lo it looks like a bell curve. Um, and uh, along the uh, along the, the bottom, we'll say there could be, the two, the two variables are performance um, and then also stress. And as the curve goes up, what the researchers said was that, well, look, at, there's an optimal point of stress at which the optimal performance happens. But once it goes beyond that level of stress, performance will decline. Okay, and I think there is some truth to it, but I don't believe it's an absolute truth. Because in my experience, I, what I found for myself, I'm working with business people at a high level and sports people as well. And even just looking at myself, I don't know anybody who doesn't perform better when there's no pressure inside themselves. And is it, you know, when you think about business people who, you know, stress for most business people think, well, it's just part of the game. And there's so much information and research out about stress management, but why isn't it working? Like, why is all of that stuff not working? Could it be that maybe we've got the model wrong? Maybe we've got the paradigm wrong? I, I'm in that camp. It's just I just don't think it it's true anymore. That it's not there to be managed. Um, it's really it's about inner management. That we under, when we understand how stress and pressure is created, primarily from within. Well, then that's a bit of a game changer because now I can control how I react or think about people, about situations, about my circumstances. And also, I can learn to relax away, as well as what activates that pressure, which is thought. Because there's a huge link, a, a causal link between thinking and feeling. So if you're feeling stress or pressure, it's only down to one thing. At some level, whether it's conscious or unconscious, you are thinking stressful or pressurized thoughts. That's why two people can be in the same situation but have different response because they are thinking different things. And it's funny, you know, uh, I might have mentioned I'm, I'm in the middle of writing a book. And in a way, I've been kind of in the middle of writing a book <laughs> for the last two or three years. And about a year ago, I kind of did a little check-in with myself. And I was like, Craddock, I'm actually really feeling the pressure here that I'm, I don't feel the book is moving fast enough. I'd set myself a deadline, and the deadline had passed. And I, and I was just really, I caught myself feeling pressure. But when I stopped and reflected, I was like, well, who set the deadline? Me. Okay, well, then change the deadline. Like, who said it had to take this long? My ego? I mean, I've never kind of written a book like what I'm writing at the moment. So it's my first time. It's a learning curve. It's a learning experience. So I'm the one setting the deadline. So once I kind of realized that and saw it and reminded myself of that, <laughs> well, then I could change it. And at the moment, you know, I have set multiple deadlines since. I've still passed them all, making progress. The book is getting a lot, lot better. And I guess the where I'm at at the moment is that my job is to stay in the flow. And whenever the book gets done, it'll be done. Um, it's not affecting my life in any way. So I'll, I'll get it done when it's done. Now, you may or may not agree with that because maybe you think, well, that's not good enough. I need to, as a high performer, I have to have a certain deadline. I've worked with enough high performers to know that sometimes when you do that, it might work. So if it works, it works. And you, if you feel good, great. But it might cause a huge amount of stress uh, and strain. And a lot of that stress and strain goes into your body and into your life and ripple into your relationships. And for me, it's just not worth it. So, like, do you fundamentally believe that pressure is good or bad for performance i think in my experience a lot of leaders a lot of people and even in sports 
if they stop and think about it, they actually believe that pressure is good for performance. And in a certain context, as I say, maybe it is a little bit. But I think ultimately, if you're feeling pressure inside, who creates it? In my experience, you do. But what do you think? What percentage of pressure do you think is created from within, from inside you? What percentage do you think it is? And whatever number it is, are you sure that it's true? Maybe you could ask somebody else what they think. You might get a different perspective because whatever you're thinking or believing about this is going to have a massive effect on your performance, but also um, your enjoyment. And, you know, enjoyment, which I'll talk again about, um, is at the center really as a variable for the game of living, which a lot of high performers, when they're trying to succeed, really that's what they're trying to kind of get a better sense of living and aliveness. But if you're so focused sometimes inside on um, achieving what you want at the expense of everything else, eh, I'm not too sure. In my experience, that, that often compromises getting to your best. Anyway, it's food for thought. The bottom line, from my point of view, is that we create the pressure from within. We do. Food for thought. Bye-bye.